Hello, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Uh, I guess tomorrow I will be buying new headphones. This is a second recording. For whatever reason, the headset just disconnected. Anyhow, but that's a small detail. Uh, here we are in beautiful Galicia. Beautiful morning. Uh, mountain in the background, the ocean, the rocks. So there is no beach here. Uh, you know, villages just littered all over the place. But uh, hmm. anyway, very small town. Loved staying there. Um, got to enjoy the beach a couple of times. And uh, a little news on the front of the Camino. So yesterday I was looking at Vigo, which is the biggest town in uh, in Galicia. I was looking at going to Vigo for well, to for my next stage, and that was going to be a nice big day. So it would have been an early morning, and uh, that changed after calling to you know to looking at lodging and uh, hearing hey, we're kind of full or we only have private rooms, and and it felt like yeah, then I guess you know not worth it if it's going to be like kind of a hassle where to find a place. Like what had happened when I looked at Santiago and everything was full. It took me longer to realize, ah, I'll just go somewhere else. And so in this case, there is a little, it's called a refuge. It's, oh my goodness, about 15 kilometers before. So it'll be a, sh a shorter day. Well, a regular, you know, around 25 or so kilometers. I mean, not that short either. But for me, at this space and time in my life, yeah, 25 is an easy is an easy hiking day. And then I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, why not? Make it today and, and a nice day. Take your time. It was nice this morning. Still getting up, you know. Get up before six and then started the routine. I started outside and it's with a weird scattered rain. So that kind of drove me back inside, but uh, did it, enjoyed. And, uh, had breakfast with uh, my goodness, Elsa. Elsa, she's from uh, Geneva, and then she's she's um, Argentinian as well. So I had a nice conversation with her, and uh, and then a gentleman before was asking me, you know, just hello, hello, and again very uh, uh, down to earth, you know, where are you going today? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going ahead. The boy's like, but where? I say, well, I'm not sure. And I'm kind of pretty set. I haven't made a reservation, but I'm like, um, you know, I think I know where I'm going. You never know, right? And if I make a reservation, that kind of seals my deal. If not, yeah, there's flexibility. But I just don't want to. Oh, this is beautiful. Yeah, that course is beautiful. Anyhow, I just don't want to be in that realm lately and i think maybe i'm uh, i'm coming on a doorstep of uh of silence I'm, i might end up going into silence uh after after santiago which is about 140 kilometers anywho uh oh it looks like we're coming on a road so that conversation might be short and sweet Regardless, anyway, beautiful day, 
had another nice chat with uh, Pin. Pin, she's from the Netherlands. I had met her in Porto. And surprise, surprise, there she was yesterday. Uh, <coughs> and so she was on the rock. Looked like she had a little hard time yesterday. I did see her earlier on. I didn't realize it was her. And uh, anyway, so we had a nice, uh, on the rock, by the water, just a nice time with a, with a sunset. And, uh, you know, talking about life and then the challenges. And, and she was quite open. You know, she, she had some things quite, uh, she was quite vulnerable in that way. And she actually seemed rather comfortable with sharing it. So, which is a good sign. So again, a woman, you know, a moment with a woman. And with Andrea, you know, interestingly enough, uh, we did we did smoke a joint together. And, well, I guess for him, I think he smokes every day. So it is different, of course. I think there may be some kind of anxiety going on there. But uh, not able, you know, not able to, to open the door or to, you know, I'm not saying, you know, that what I did, because at the beginning, you know, during the takeoff, uh, I was a little scatterbrained. I realized it took about half an hour, and then I was uh, I was nicely settled, and I could follow and then not digress too much, which is one of my traits, yeah? I don't have to be, I don't have to be high for that. But anywho, later on, basically, is when I ended up meeting Pin. So I was in a very, 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 almost not subdued, but very calm space, very centered, and it was, it was, it was a breeze staying with it. But again, you know, I talked to Antonio last night. We talked about that, you know, about this, what a weird thing, you know, that I just, as a man, that I'm just, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I guess, yeah, I do feel, part of me feels a little strange about it because I'm a man, and they are men, and to me they are strangers, you know, like Manuel, the Spanish guy, older guy, uh, to some extent Ricardo too from Via de la Plata, but there was a sweetness, there was a kinship with him, so there was something that somehow, oh, sorry, my marker, 141 kilometer point, 520 to be precise. We are in Galicia now, so we're gonna have a precise number. Anywho, anywho, like even this morning. Well, no, I guess with uh, Elsa, the conversation didn't really go anywhere either, but then that's morning, you're having coffee, she has a hurt foot. <laughs> I forgot about that that there is a lot of uh, physical uh, <laughs> problem people have, you know. Blisters, of course, be the most common. In her case, she has a swelling on top of her foot, which is, uh, that's a different animal, or the beginning of tendonitis, or uh, chin spleen, or, or whatever you call it. Just some kind of tendon, a ligament, that's just uh, not enjoying the Camino. A lot of it, out of it. 
And so far for me, what do I have to show for? Uh, well, I have my uh, my two little toes, so because of shoes. Oh, okay, the, the, the road is ending in about 50 meters, so that's fine. I'll be leaving the traffic here, so I'll stay with the recording and just be quiet when a car passes by. I have my two little toes on the right foot. They are, you know, like most of us, they have that little toe that's kind of like tucked a little bit under the next one. And mine, the two bones, basically when they're pressed, the two bones rub. And then I get, a, it's called a corn if I'm not mistaken. So it's like a spur, something that starts to grow from the bone. And it's just not fun. So I guess when I go to, well, one of the town today, I might look into a pharmacy. I need to get some reading glasses. And I need to get this little patch, which is like a donut. It's almost like a, an, a, a rounded arrowhead, yeah, with a hole in the center. And you put that between your two toes. So basically where the, the corn is, there is a hole, so there's no pressure going there. And then there is a padding, there is a shock absorber all around it. And so basically it inhibits the, the pressure. So we'll see if they have that, or if I have to find like a food doctor, uh, I would think more than likely they would have something like that. Anyhow. Heading to a small town, more than likely today. Another one. It was very nice here. There was almost nobody. So a few people on the on the on the albergue. You just never know, you know, a few new faces. Some people who actually just started from. Uh, oh yeah, of course, of course, of course, from Aguarda, from the Spanish border, like from Tui. Uh, so yeah, people doing this last stretch. So maybe in the next couple of days, the traffic is going to start to rise, actually, all the way to Santiago because of those uh, infamous, famous last uh, 100 kilometers. Anyhow. Anyhow. Give me just one second here. I'm looking for something. It is actually nice to be wrong once in a while. I talked to Gilles a couple of days ago, the French guy that did the Camino in 2019. Uh, and then we walked, we met him in, uh, well, it doesn't matter where we met him. We met him in France. And then uh, we met him a bunch of time in Spain. And anyway, so we were talking and then we were talking about that place. Uh, because I was talking about, huh, there's no pillow. So the albergue where I was two days ago, they had no pillows, which is weird. You had a bed sheet, if I'm not mistaken, but they had no pillow. And that was weird. I ended up finding one on a chair with a little blanket. And I took advantage of that. But anyway, I was like, yeah, it's kind of weird. And then where I was, I was like facing... Uh, I was right by this uh, opening, uh, I guess like a window door that would, that would lead to the place where the laundry was. So there would be traffic, there would be people walking in and out. 
So I was like, okay, interesting why I'm right here. Anyhow, of course it worked out beautifully. Uh, there was just a part of me that was whining and bitching about it. However lightly I was doing it, it was still that. Anyway, and it, was, it brought up something about the place on the Camino where we stayed, and then it was in a, in a donation kind of albergue, and we were in a different one. And uh, we never quite got to get to how much more bare his place was, but it was about the town. And, huh, and uh, I thought I knew the town, Santo Domingo de Calzada. And that actually was where we met uh, Matthew's girlfriend, dad, and uh, Sydney and Bill from, from Bandera, who actually started on the Camino because of uh, me doing it. But they met, well, actually, they started later, and then we ended up meeting them or catching up with them after a while. And so, in the end, it was Diana, where we actually, with uh, Gilles, where we stayed there in Albergue, very close to each other, and we met for a drink. And then I had a picture of that. And actually, I remember then about this young American who had his uh, feet beat, beaten up to a pulp because he had not yet found his pace. <clears throat> so, and he kind of asked me, so how did it feel to be wrong? It's like, awesome. See, I love to be wrong. I have no problem. It's nice. Because, yeah, I don't claim to always be right. Most of the time when I'm pretty confident, you know, it kind of works out. But, yeah, I do make mistakes. And uh, it is. It is. I do enjoy the humility that comes with it. It doesn't feel like a punishment. It is, uh, in a way, kind of like what happened the other night at the albergue with the tomato sauce and the German woman. You know, me thinking that uh, somebody had left it. And as it turned out, no, it wasn't. So I made a mistake. I did feel bad. You know, I did feel guilty about it and ashamed a little bit. But it was uh, humbling. And... Uh, and in that aspect, that was not as enjoyable as an experience as with Gilles. Because it was like, yeah, I'm wrong, you're right. And uh, in a way, it was almost nice. It was like, you know, giving somebody a compliment. Well, actually, it was right because he ended up looking on the map. And I was trying by memory. But regardless, I remember, actually, I remember the place, which is weird. Because near the albergue, which was not open when I arrived, there was a garden. And I went to the garden to to chill a little bit, uh, kind of like it's kind of like a fortified city of some sort, if I'm not mistaken, Vienna, like many were at least. And there, there were ruins there, old bigger building. But yeah, to be wrong in a while does not feel bad. At all. Sorry. Uh, I think I mentioned about that. I know I have before. But oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to bounce off. What the heck? Why not? I will. Uh, I'm going to bounce off to something different. Epigenetics. A word I like to use. 
So AP means on top of, and genetics, your genes. So basically, some things which is not related with your gene. And basically, that would be the environment and the lifestyle. So here I'm switching gear, and I'm going to, to nutrition. Because a lot of people talk about things, and there is kind of a certainty there's a black and white in terms of that's my gene, my parents had it or whatever. So I am kind of predisposed to have it, and it doesn't matter what I do, that's just uh, the curse, yeah? <clears throat> and it's one way to make sense of it. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm coming back to a road. Okay, well, I'm not going to play again with the traffic. So we'll leave it at that for now. Maybe I'll come back to to genetic later. Maybe not. Oh, there is a company. Oh, actually, I think I did see something here about uh, Muinho. Yeah, they had places, Kevin, right there by the water. Wow. Very nice. But anywho. All right, folks, I'm going to let you go for now and then uh, start using those poles and move that body or keep moving it. Anyway, love, peace, and then we'll talk soon. When the rubber meet the roads, right? <coughs> anyway, here's a little bonus piece. Yesterday, as I was talking to um, Antonio. I mentioned this young woman, the young woman, uh, Monica, actually. She's called from the Czech Republic. Anywho, that I had met oh, a few days ago, late in that albergue, and we had a, you know, interesting conversation. And then I met her again yesterday. Uh, so she's 23 years younger. 23 years my junior, yeah? That almost sounds better when you're saying it is with my junior, yeah. Anyway, easily my daughter, easily. And, uh, you know, the first meeting was like, it was nice. It was a nice conversation. Good night and ciao. But the second time, I realized I was attracted. I felt attracted. And so I was talking to Antonio, kind of mentioning that en passant, in passing. And I was like, I guess when I said it to him, I kind of made it kind of official. I was like, if I see her again, I am going to have to tell her or I will tell her basically that I was attracted and that I wanted to fuck her. And the idea <laughs> in this sense is for me to unfilter, yeah? N not to be rude. I mean, obviously uh, I would do it in a specific context and if somehow, you know, she's with people or whatever, I am not gonna sh pull her away. So I will be mindful of that. And then if not, maybe ask her to have breakfast with me the next morning. And, uh, oh my goodness, what is going on with this Camino? We have been given conflicting information. Anyway, hold on a second. I have to freaking look at this thing. Uh, all right, so where are we? Oh, yeah, no. Hi, is that the wrong way? I don't get it. Anyway. Okay. All right. The official milestone of the Camino is not in the trail. Anyway, regardless. So, Monica, basically, I just saw her in... Uh, ooh, 
I can't think of the name. It's uh, Bayona, right after Bayona, a couple of kilometers after Bayona. Where actually Elsa is staying. Anywho, uh, and she's staying in the same albergue as I am. So I'm like, all right. And then I could definitely feel a bit of jitter because I was like, wow, shit, today. I just talked to Antonio, you know, was uh, maybe even thinking I would not see her again, really, kind of. And now I was like, okay, so what does that mean? Say, well, it means to embrace the possibility, the very strong possibility and probability of rejection. And to actually welcome that instead of fighting it or instead of being ashamed of it and embarrassed. Can I voice what I have to voice without expecting from the other person something? And can I take, can I take that rejection? You know, is it going to beat the shit out of me again? Or can I take it? And uh, I guess you'll have to wait to find out. So wanted to share that. I guess uh, if I'm still in one piece until we meet again, I'll have maybe some news. Interesting one, maybe. Maybe a chicken shit it out of it, or maybe I did it. Anyway, regardless, ultra ya.